From MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Sherita Brent here with Mary Margaret Miller of Visit Mississippi. Today we're going to highlight some of Mississippi's independent bookstores in celebration of Independent Bookstore Day tomorrow. We'll find out how these bookstores add value to their communities. We'll make several stops today, Square Books in Oxford, Turn Row Company in Greenwood, Lemuria Bookstore in Jackson, Bay Books in Bay St. Louis, and Offbeat in Jackson. Where are your favorite bookstores in Mississippi? We'd love to hear from you. The number is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or email nextstop at mpbonline.org. We'll be back right after the news. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent here with Mary Margaret Miller of Visit Mississippi. And today we're going to highlight some of Mississippi's independent bookstores in celebration of Independent Bookstore Day, which is happening tomorrow. Thank you, Mary Margaret, for letting me know that this was coming up because I honestly didn't know. Hey, well, I have to thank our friends in Greenwood, Beth Foley Barnes at Turn Row Books for hipping me to uh, Independent Bookstore Day Mm -hmm. because we've got a great lineup. Absolutely. It was kind of hard to choose because we have lots of independent bookstores in the state. But listeners, if you'd like to give us a call this morning as well, let us know what is your favorite bookstore in Mississippi. We would love to hear from you. 877-MPB-RING is the number, but we're going to make several stops today. We'll talk about Square Books in Oxford, Turnrow Company in Greenwood, Lemuria Bookstore in Jackson, Bay Books in Bay St. Louis, and Offbeat in Jackson as well. And once again, listeners, if you want to call and add to that list, you can. 877-672-7464 or email nextstop at mpbonline.org. So how often do you go to bookstores? I go pretty often. You know, now more so uh, for children's books than for, uh-huh. uh, you know, books for myself. But I am um, a lover of cookbooks and a lot of the folks we're going to talk to today really kind of specialize in, uh, you know, these wonderful cookbooks by independent authors. Um, I'm, I, I said this year my New Year's resolution was going to be to read more nonfiction okay. that has not happened yet. So you've been reading a lot of fiction still? Well, I'm reading a lot is probably not the the best (laughs) or the most accurate description. I am reading a book right now that I'm really enjoying, uh, but it's fiction. I cannot get away from kind of that gritty Southern lit. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm the opposite. I love reading nonfiction. Uh, I feel like I need to be educating myself every moment on earth and don't read anything leisurely. Don't read anything fun. I don't know why I have that that kind of thought, but it, I, sometimes I feel guilty if I'm reading something for fun. I feel like if I'm reading, I need to be learning about American history or world history or something. You know? I love it. That hungry <laughs> brain of yours. Yeah, it's because I'm 30. I'm sure in a couple of years it'll be like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> just, well, you'll know it all by then. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I feel like I know it all now. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I was in a bookstore just the other day, it was a franchise, so we won't mention it. But uh, while I was in there, I passed by the children's book section and I was thinking, how do parents pick children books? Are they really competitive? Pretty much 
anything could be knowledgeable to a kid, right? Well, I, you know, I'm just wondering about get that. Bad reviews? Well, you know, we'll have to ask one of these uh, pro booksellers. I'm not really sure about that. I think you just um, uh, buy what's appealing to to you, maybe what your child's into at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of children's books and what's happening in the moment, there is this video, this viral video going around right now of the rapper Ludacris mm-hmm. uh, rapping the words to a very popular children's book called I saw it. Llama Llama Red Pajama. It's funny. It's great. <laughs> it's really good. I played it for our little girl this week, and mm-hmm. she was uh, dancing in her high chair. I mean, I think everyone loves it. It doesn't matter what age you are, even if you're a fan of rap music. Right. That might be a, a different technique to get kids to learn now. Just kind of rap, rap the book. We'll see if we can get Kevin to find that uh, video. It's ludicrous rapping Llama Llama. What is it? Red Pajama? That's right. Yeah. It was funny when I saw it. It, it was really hip, too. So ludicrous has always been a really talented wordsmith anyhow. That's the uh, truth. Did you do any traveling in Mississippi or you've just been in, here in Jackson all week? Well, Sharia, I did have the opportunity to go to the Juke Joint Festival last Saturday. Ooh. I um, got up early in the morning and drove uh, north to Clarksdale. I had a great drive listening to the S-Town podcast, which mm-hmm. we'll also talk about a little later in the show. I uh, got to Clarksdale and I kid you not, I pulled into town. It, it was a cold and wet day, but that mm-hmm. did not deter any of the festival goers. People were out in numbers. But as soon as I arrived, uh, wouldn't you know it, at my first stop, I, I hear some music coming out of a, a venue. I walk into the New Roxy Theater, and really one of my favorite blues artists, mm-hmm. uh, Robert Bilbo Walker, is, is literally just playing right there. So wow. I just dropped my bag and walked in and <laughs> sat down for 10 minutes and uh-huh. uh, caught the, the last part of his set. And the rest of the day was like that. I think I saw about 15 blues acts, mm-hmm. you know, and I was only there for about four hours. I had sort of of a limited window, but it was just a great day. So much music. That festival is so interestingly, uniquely, uh, uh, very well organized. It's just mm-hmm. a cool event. So hats off to everyone in Clarksdale that really trooped through. Uh, not the most perfect weather, but you know what? It didn't matter. Everyone yeah. still enjoyed themselves and was entertained and enlightened, and it was great. Yeah, music just makes you forget about everything that's that could, uh, you know. Uh, deter you from enjoying yourselves whether it's the weather or whatever it is you know so that's good i'm glad you enjoyed yourself i hope to get to go to the juke joint festival Uh, i did go to a juke joint here i guess f jones corner counts as a a juke joint oh yeah it does (laughs) i was there last friday night Uh, it was about midnight you know because things don't get kicked off till midnight uh fred t and the band were playing i don't don't know if if i said this already but i had fried grits for the first time at oh, F. No. Jones. I would have remembered that. Yeah, okay, I'm just making sure it's been a week. Uh, fried grits are delicious. They were explaining it to me. I was like, what? Fried grits? I didn't think it was possible, but it looks like a cheese stick. If I had to describe it, it looks like a cheese so stick. So it's got a, like a shape to it. Yes, it has a, a shape to it. it. It was more cubed, but the appearance of it, it was crunchy and lots of golden bread on the outside, and then the grits didn't have the typical grits texture on the inside. It was more solid, and they were delicious. So kind of like a hush puppy maybe. Yes. Yes. So I want more fried grits. But I don't know if I should. Is that plural or singular? Fried grits? Is it? I don't know. Kevin is a grammar (laughs) person. He'll help me out. (laughs) But anyway, fried grits at F. Jones Corner was great. Um, And what else did I have? Fried pickles and and fish and uh, hot tamales. That was my first time having hot tamales at F. Jones. And it's just amazing how it's one o'clock in the morning and folks are in there dancing like it's seven, eight, 
you know, there is definitely a nightlife here in the city. So it was fun. It was fun. Well, and you, you really, you know, you think about F. Jones as a place to dance, to uh, have a drink, to have a good time. But they really have a great menu, too. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you're... Um, uh, out late or starting early or whatever. Yeah, you and you need to eat because folks are typically drinking, so eat and, and suck up some of that alcohol. Your fried grits <laughs> will do that for you. Yes. All right, uh, so now we're going to get into our independent bookstore conversation. Uh, first, we're going to travel to Oxford and learn about Square Books, and we have Alyssa Lilly on the line. She's the marketing assistant and bookkeeper for the various stores. Good morning to you, Alyssa. Thanks so much for being on today. You are so welcome. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, let's talk about um, the, all the space that, that Square Books occupies. It's not just one particular bookstore. They're kind of divided into multiple ones. So could you tell us about the, the, the landscape of Square Books uh, in downtown Oxford? Yes. Um, okay. So we started as one main store, Square Books, in 1979 and, um, of course, have expanded and we outgrew our building, so we moved to a larger building. And then about 15 years ago, we opened off Square Books, and we moved our lifestyle and leisure book categories like gardening and cooking down to that store, as well as a vast amount of um, remainder and discount books, and then a lot of fun, kitschy gifts and gadgets. And then about, um, also, I guess about um, close to 15 years ago, we started Square Books Junior. And um, it is just the best place in the world to go, no matter how old or young you are. It's like a mecca, all things children and um, toys, books. And awesome staff people to recommend books for every age kid. So, um, and, and we're all on the square. We're all about a block apart, so you can easily mm. walk back and forth. Well, Sharita and I were just having this conversation before you came on, um, Alyssa, talking about, you know, um, how do you pick out a a children's book? How do you pick out a book for yourself? But that's really a lot of what you and your team do there at Square Books is you kind of take the mystery out of uh, book selection. Right. So uh, we have a great team of booksellers who are all very well-read, and they're very passionate about literature and what they like to read and very, um, you know, up on what the latest uh, releases are. And so they can, they're really good at finding out what the customer um, likes to read, what their interests are, maybe what they're interested in getting into, something new. And they can hand-select books for people. And that's actually very important in all of our stores, but even more so in the children's bookstore because we've got grandparents and aunts and uncles and moms, you know, with their first child. And it's all new, and they need, you know, a a lot of sort of direction in uh, picking out books for the little ones. And the staff at Junior are just amazing. And, and most of our staff have been here for many years. So um, so they're they're fabulous. And, and probably help that you might not be able to get possibly in some of the bigger, you know, chain stores. They may not have the staff who's been there for 25 years who, you know, is extremely passionate about the books and passionate about getting the books 
into the hands of the right people. So. Yeah. Yeah, so when you, you mentioned that about folks who've been working there for a long time, I, I was curious to know about how uh, you guys maintain a community feel there. You know, when I when I go somewhere to a, a bookstore, I'm all about atmosphere and making sure that, that it feels good. I know you guys have a balcony and a coffee bar and you make it feel real intimate. How do you maintain yeah. that community feel? Well, it's kind of like walking into an old house, like, you know, your grandparents old house it's so cozy we've got real furniture in there comfortable seating a cafe a balcony and um as wonderful as the library is and as much as we support it um in a bookstore you can actually talk and you can have conversation so of course we love for you to buy a book but you can also just come in and hang out um and spend a day perusing, drinking coffee, exploring, researching, broadening your, you know, uh, your knowledge base and um, talking to staff people. And so it is, it's like a family in a way. And and if you've been in Scribbooks Junior, it is like walking into a huge playroom that has tons and tons of bookshelves, but also, you know, lots of toys and things. So it's very, very cozy, very comfortable. It's a, it's certainly like a family, and with our community that is so loyal and so supportive, uh, we've gotten to know so many of them really well over the years. And also because Oxford is such um, a growing town, we get n- new people moving in all the time, and we love to accept everybody with open arms and welcome everyone, no matter who you are. Uh, what your background is, what your beliefs are. I mean, there's something for everyone. Well, and speaking of welcoming people with opening arms, uh, tomorrow is Independent Bookstore Day, but it's also Double Decker, one of the biggest weekends in Oxford. So tell us a little bit about what you have planned um, to celebrate Independent Bookstore Day um, at Square Books. Okay, well, um, so this is the third year for Independent Bookstore Day, and we have this um, selection of exclusive limited edition merchandise that is created by the Independent Bookstore Day producers and authors and artists and publishers who all come together to create this office, this awesome um, list of uh, exclusive merchandise for us to sell only on bookstore day in the bookstore so you can't order it online you can't put it on hold you can't buy it before um or after and so the whole point is to get people to come in and we've done a lot of social media trying to get sort of the word out about what those exclusive items are we have some signed books we have some signed art prints um and we even have like um, some really cool, funky things like canvas pouches with famous author dogs on them. We have literary condoms. You can use your imagination on that. Hmm. Um, <laughs> and, and one thing about this year is because it's double-decker, we weren't quite able to schedule all of the author events that we had last year. Last year we had a big author booth and a lot of author local author involvement because it didn't fall on double-decker this year because it falls on double-decker, it's going to be like, you know, hopefully, like 
sardines in our store and you know we're going to have so many people there that we don't are not going to really have the space to do a special event per se so um, what we're doing is we're setting up a big display of all the exclusive merchandise and we're going to have some free giveaways throughout the day to show you know our appreciation for our customers and for new customers and one good thing about having it this weekend is it'll bring in a bunch of new people from out of town and maybe educate them or raise their awareness about independent bookstore day people who might not have already known but there are other 450 other bookstores across the country who are doing this and a lot of those stores will have you know author events and readings and things like that yeah, well, we're going to try to uh, highlight some some more bookstores today, and uh, we had to have you guys on. So thank you so much for being on, Alyssa. And I hope you have a successful bookstore day and lots of folks come and learn some more about the store and books in general. We appreciate you being on. We will. It'll be fun, and thank you so much for having me. All right. Thank you as well. Okay, a couple more stops to make. Coming up, we'll find out a little bit more about Turn Row Books and what they have planned for Independent Bookstore Day. We'll speak with a woman from Lemuria who's going to talk with us about uh, that bookstore. It is really nice. I've been there for a couple of readings, so we'll find out what they have going on as well. Bay Books in Bay St. Louis. And Philip Rollins is going to talk with us about his comic bookstore, which is pretty different, but Absolutely. it's really cool, in Jackson as well. We'd love to hear from you this morning, listeners. What are your favorite bookstores in Mississippi? If you want want to take it a step f- uh, further and tell us which are your favorite authors in Mississippi. And we can we can take your calls this morning. The number is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or email nextstop at mpbonline.org. And I think Kevin is about to play uh, Ludacris uh, rapping the, the llama. Oh, that's great. What is it? What's the name of it? Llama. Llama, llama, red pajama. Yes. So this is a children's book that Ludacris was rapping. We'll be back right after this break. Llama Llama Red Pajama. Ludacris oh, yeah. is here. Yeah, it's man. Of the Furious in Theater Small. Hey, Llama Llama, uh, Red Pajama. Reads a story with who? With his mama. Hey, mama kisses, what? Baby hair. Mama Llama goes all the way downstairs. Hey, Llama Llama, what? Red Pajama. Feels alone with who? Without his mama. Hey, baby Llama. It wants a drink. Mama's at the kitchen, what the kitchen sink, I'm talking, llama llama, what, This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. back to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sharita Brent in studio with Mary Margaret Miller of Visit Mississippi. Today we're highlighting some of Mississippi's independent bookstores in celebration of Independent Bookstore Day, which is happening tomorrow. And we'd love to hear from you listeners. What bookstores in Mississippi do you like to frequent? You can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING if you have any favorite Mississippi authors. Give us a call 877-672-7464 or email nextstop at mpbonline.org. All right, our next stop is in Greenwood. We're going to learn a little bit about Turn Row Books and what they have planned for Independent Bookstore Day. And we are joined by the manager, Steve Iwanski. Good morning to you, Stephen. How are you today? Uh, good morning, Sharita. Doing well. How are you guys? We're doing great. I'm very excited to hear about Turn Row. Uh, so is this like a like the Super Bowl for bookstores, this, this Independent Bookstore Day? You, do you guys plan ahead for this way in advance? Yeah, it it really is. Uh, um, as uh, 
as Alyssa mentioned, it's um, you know it's, it's rather new. It's uh, it's only been this is only the third or fourth year that uh, it's been kind of a national thing. It's it's um, kind of loosely inspired by Record Store Day, which has been going on for ten years. Um, and it's just like uh, like they said, it's just a way to um, you know really celebrate the physical store uh, with people in person and. Uh, really we've been planning it since my goodness before christmas probably um and uh you know just kind of lining up the events lining up what we're going to do and and it's uh it's also a great opportunity to kind of kick off the uh you know the, the end of the school year beginning of summertime um you know just a real fun time to uh to be here in mississippi and and uh, welcome people to our store well, and talk a little bit about your store, um, Turn Row Books in Greenwood. You're downtown um, in a historic building. Yes. Uh, our building is the Fountain Building, which was uh, is about 105 years old, and it was built as a department store. And anyone, that, any of your listeners that have been to Greenwood know that, uh, you know, about 100 years ago, this was like the center of the cotton universe. And so, um, you know, it's it's strange now that a, a town like this could support a four-story entire city block department store. But uh, you know that that was the heyday, and so uh, we now occupy um, two floors of that building, and it's um, it's one of the most you know beautiful bookstores in the country. And I, you know, I'm biased, obviously, but uh, you know that's that's kind of a description that a lot of folks have used, and uh, we were really blessed back in November when Ann Patchett, who's a uh, best-selling author uh, who owns her own bookstore in Nashville, wrote a piece for the New York Times uh, describing the best bookstores in the country to go visit if you want to do a, a book tour. And uh, we were the first ones, one that she mentioned on her list uh, of a destination bookstore. And um, it's just a, it's a beautiful space. It's a beautiful space to browse for books, but um, every author that has come here has just had a great time because it's uh, such a unique spot in, uh, in an unexpected place. Well, that's true. And in Turn Row, you've got a lot of places uh, where you offer your 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 readers, your your guests, your um, your shoppers a place to sit and hang out a while. There's this great window seat in the front. There are lots of wonderful places to sit upstairs in the cafe, and then this amazing screened-in back porch that is really just kind of a, such a hidden gem. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of people kind of come in and they're uh, they have a, a dazed look on their face. They're not expecting to uh, to find it. But you're right. It's um, it's got all those little nooks to kind of relax and uh, you know spend a day in the store. And uh, you're right. We have the we have the cafe upstairs um, serving lunch and, and coffee and all that. But also uh, you know we have a second floor mezzanine that kind of. Uh, looks down upon the bookstore and uh, up there we've got the turn road gallery so it's a you know a fully operational art gallery up there as well so um really a kind of a cultural center here in the delta and it allows us to do uh kind of an infinite variety of events um whether it's an intimate kind of coffee house style reading with uh with an author or you know we had greg isles here last month and there were 75 people here and it was like you know we had a transform it into an auditorium pretty much um so having the space uh aesthetically it's it's beautiful to look at but um you know i think we it lets us be really creative with the kind of things we can do well and speaking of creative uh let's talk about the first event you have planned for saturday independent bookstore day at 9 a.m you know uh, help us connect um how bees uh, beehives uh, connect to readers (laughs) well um 
Well, you know, uh, you know, to the uh, folks in the Middle Ages, you know, the bees represented industry and wisdom because uh, of their intricate hives that they would create. But uh, no, that wasn't the inspiration. Um, the uh, we have a, a local uh, Delta character named uh, Travis Clark, and uh, he's been one of our best customers, um, you know, for uh, many years since we've opened. And he is a beekeeper, and we sell his honey called the Courouge honey. Um, and it's local honey. It's uh, it, he's designed these really cool bottles, uh, and so that's been a hit kind of for us for the last year. But um, he has this thing called a visible beehive, um, and it's you know it's completely like uh, plexiglass. It's uh, completely transparent, and he kind of wheels this thing around to classrooms and, and does demonstrations, and uh, it lets you see the inner workings of the beehive while you know not disturbing the bees themselves. So. Um, you know, he kind of approached us first when we were in the planning sessions, and so uh, right off the bat, when we open at nine o'clock, you can come by Turn Row and and get a look inside a beehive, and uh, and maybe sample some of uh, Travis's honey at the same time. Wow, that's a deal! Uh, so you guys have a, a full day planned. You're also going to have some some live music toward the end of the day. What are some of the in between events, and how do you plan on ending it? Sure. So um, you know, we have. Uh, we have a really great uh, children's section in the back of our store, and um, since we've opened, we've we've really kind of um, you know that's that's been our most reliable customers are the are the kids, and uh, so we've really devoted a lot of the morning to uh, children. You've got the visible beehive, which I think will be really attractive to uh, to kids and, and parents, and then at 10 and 11, uh, we have uh, children's story hour, so uh, we're going to welcome a lot of kids in, and we've got. Um, We've got a few special guests who are going to read children's books to uh, to our kids, and then um, right after lunch, we've got uh, we're going to set up these little stations around the store, like a little uh, little booths, kind of like in uh, Lucy and Peanuts, you know, just a little kind of ramshackle booth. And we are going to install at each booth a Mississippi author. We've got our own uh, Jamie Cornegie, who started this store 11 years ago, uh, had published his first novel, Soil, uh, a couple of years ago. We've got Michael Cardos and Catherine Pierce, who are the husband and wife team that run the creative writing department at Mississippi State, and uh, their friend Becky Hagenston, who's a short story writer. All four of them will be here at 1 o'clock, and we're just going to kind of install them at their booths and um, let folks come in and, and meet a Mississippi author one-on-one. And there's really no there's no set questions. There's going to be no introductions or readings. It's just a chance for uh, people to walk in and sit down and talk books with uh, with a real author. And uh, uh, we've got another special thing for kids at 3 o'clock. Uh, this year is the 75th anniversary of the Little Golden Books. Did you guys ever read the Little Golden Books when you were little? I oh, can't yeah, remember. definitely. Yeah. The, the Pouty Puppy, was that yeah. one? The pokey Little Puppy. Pokey Puppy, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, uh, I'm too old to remember. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but those are, you know, those are every children's library in uh in this country has a bunch of those those books and they're such a great part of um you know folks memories of of growing up and learning to read and to celebrate the 75th anniversary of little golden books we've got a little um little station set up for kids to make their own little golden books and so we've got um you know like uh, all the pages the mini books with stickers illustrations coloring so they get to design and assemble their own version of a little golden book to take home and then uh, for the adults that are still hanging around after that, uh, at 4 o'clock, we've, uh, we're working with um, Capital City Beverage here in Greenwood, and they are going to bring in 
some craft beers from Alabama, Louisiana, and Mississippi to uh, do a little beer tasting at 4 o'clock with some uh, live music in the background. So great way to close out the day. Hopefully a very busy day for, for Turn Row. Absolutely. Well, Stephen, thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. We hope everything goes well tomorrow. Well, thanks so much for having me. All right, that was Stephen Awanski of Turn Row Books in Greenwood. If you Google Turn Row Books, those pictures are stunning. I mean, I've never been, but just looking at it, it, it looks adorable. Yeah, it is. It's a beautiful bookstore with a lot of helpful folks and uh, a lot of fun things going on tomorrow. So, yeah, best of luck to you guys. And for those who want to check out um, all that's planned, um, it is turnrowbooks.com. Sounds good. Thanks for being on, Stephen. We appreciate it. We're going to take a quick break. Oh, we got a message. It says, don't forget about Turning Pages Bookstore in Natchez. I think it is on Franklin Street, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so, yeah, if you're in the Natchez area, that's a, a bookstore to check out. We'd love for you to add to our list this morning. If you want to tell us about some independent bookstores that you like to frequent within the state, give us a call. 877-MPB-RING. 877-672-7464 or email nextstop at mpbonline.org. When we get back, Hillary Taylor will join us and we'll learn all about Lemuria Bookstore. This is Think Radio on MPB. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent in studio with Mary Margaret Miller of Visit Mississippi. Today we're highlighting some of Mississippi's independent bookstores in celebration of Independent Bookstore Day, which is actually tomorrow. We'd love to hear from you, listeners. Are there any bookstores in Mississippi, independently ones, run ones that you'd like to highlight, let us know about? Uh, we've uh, learned about the Turning Pages Bookstore in Natchez. If there are others that you'd like to add to the list this morning, call us 877-MPB-RING, 877-672-7464, or email nextstop at mpbonline.org. All right, now we're going to be joined by Hillary Taylor, who's going to talk with us about Lemuria Bookstore in Jackson. Good morning to you, Hillary. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me. How are you? We are doing well, uh, enjoying this conversation about books. Now, I've had an opportunity to uh, go to Lemuria many times. It's within Banner Hall, and it's a really cool place. Uh, that huge hand statue on the outside is, is yeah. a wonderful welcome. Uh, but I've been there for book signings as well. Uh, so talk to us a little bit about what you do at Lemuria. Yeah, um, I am one of the front desk managers. And so what we do here is we have, we're an independent bookstore, but we have a general you know, variety of books all the way from our cookbooks to our local authors. We definitely try to have a lot um, a lot of local authors come in and a huge selection of Southern fiction. But we definitely have an emphasis on our signed first editions. We have two rooms here, actually, that's just full of signed first editions. Um, so if you ever get a chance to stop by, we would definitely love to kind of show you those areas for sure. So is um, the is the local of, oh, connection, Hillary, I'm sorry, uh, excuse oh, me, is, is the local connection what makes uh, a bookstore independent? Is that what gives it that essence? Yeah, I would say definitely. We, we'd love to have, you know, develop friendships with local authors and national authors um, within our community. And 
I think that's definitely a big part of making sure that we're focusing on our community is having those relationships with our local authors. Now, um, you you guys are kind of, you know, legendary for bringing in um, the, some of the big authors. You've got a, a big one coming up soon. Um, but right now we're in the middle of what I believe is known as Children's Book Week. And um, Oz, your your uh, book uh, children's bookstore within Lemuria um, is, is so uh, beloved. Can you talk a little bit about what you're doing this week? Yeah, definitely. So we're going to try to tie in Children's Book Week with Independent Bookstore Day on Saturday. Um, We have at 10 a.m. on Saturday, we always have a story time that just is week to week. But um, this Saturday, we're going to have Llama Llama here in the store (laughs) reading to the children as well as posing with photos. So that's kind of incorporated with Children's Book Week and Independent Bookstore Day on Saturday. But the Children's Book Book Week continues Monday through Thursday of next week, and we'll have story times every day after school at 3.30 with activities as well as some snacks and things like that in our children's book department. Wow, that's really cool. Um, So can you talk to us about some of the events that you have? How do you decide which authors you want to bring in for signing, and are you often surprised by uh, the, the loyal fan base that some of these authors have when you have those book signings? Yeah, definitely. Um, Like I said, we we like to make sure that we keep our relationships with our local authors, but we definitely have developed friendships with, you know, national known authors as well. Um, We have just next week, David Grant. He's the author of Lost City of Z. He'll be here on May the 4th. That is now a movie, but he's coming for his new book, Um, And so we're really excited about that. And then I think you were talking about probably that in June we have John Grisham coming um, as well. Mm -hmm. And I don't I think this is probably his first book tour in over 25 years. Wow. So we're really excited about that. That is June the 21st. Um, And that we'll have a ticketed event for that. But we have a website where you can find all of that information. Um, so, yeah, we're really super excited about the new John Grisham book for sure. Well, that's great. And, and I do see on your website that tickets for the John Grisham event go on sale um, in May, in mid-May, May 16th, actually. Right. And so that's probably important for people to know because I'm sure folks come out of the woodworks for a John Grisham signing. Right, exactly. Yeah, we, we have it all set in place. And I'm sure, like you said, there's a whole list of rules and everything on the website. Um, But, yeah, we'll be selling tickets at 9 a.m. on May the 16th for John Grisham's new Camino Island book that comes out on June the 21st. Well, and we've we've talked a lot about your store inside Banner Hall. But um, before we let you go, tell us a little bit about the dot-com building, because that's one of my favorite parts of Lemuria. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, So I know a lot of people don't know that we have a little annex building that's just right across the Banner Hall parking lot, um, which is where we host a lot of our events it's basically our extra space over there we have um, a stage and chairs and we also sell one dollar beer at pretty much every single one of our events Um, and then also you can notice when you go in that it's still lined with the shelves of books um, and mostly those are again signed first editions so it's a really great atmosphere down there we have a deck and everything so it's yeah that's probably one of my favorite parts as well of the store 
Yeah, it feels like a little cabin. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think I was there for a reading by um, Mary Miller, and I didn't yeah. know the place existed, to be honest. Right. But it's it's yeah. <laughs> real intimate in there. It, it was warm, literally and uh, figuratively. <laughs> but, yeah, it is a, a really cool spot. So do people have to request to go over there, or do you have access to it at all times? Um, we have access to it at all times. We do. But, yes, like if somebody comes in and they want a book that maybe we have stored down there, then we definitely can go down there and get that for them. Um, it's not technically open all day, um, but, yeah, we can take anybody down there that wants to go view it for sure. Sounds good. Well, uh, could you give us the website and how people can reach you if they want more information about Lemuria? Yeah, our website is just lemuriabooks.com, and our phone number is 601-366-7619. All right, Hillary, thank you so much for being on today. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. All right, one day I'm going to figure out how to pronounce Lemuria. Lemuria. <laughs> You're doing fine. Lemuria. Lemuria. Okay. <laughs> All right. Have a great time talking about uh, the bookstores in, in Mississippi, independent bookstores. We'd love to hear from you listeners. If you'd like to let us know, add to the list what bookstores in Mississippi do you frequent? Independent ones, 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or email nextstop at mpbonline.org. And she's right about having... Uh, local people in there that you can talk to personally. It just feels different when you're in a hometown bookstore. I mean, well, yeah, same absolutely. for restaurants. I have a, a good friend and colleague who worked at Lemuria Books for years, Maggie Stevenson, and Maggie talks about her customers at Lemuria like you might talk about your nieces and nephews or your wow. family. I mean, uh, a real true bond where you understand um, the interest, the lifestyle, the, you know, um, just everything. It's just a real intimate relationship. It's really cool to um, to hear about yeah, and to experience. Um, and Lemuria has a great blog. Um, so if you go on their website at Lemuria Books, you can click through and it's a good way to stay to stay up with what's happening around there. But just if you're just interested in books and literature and all of that, it's a it's a really fun, easy uh, daily read. They right. do a good job with it. All right, now we're going to travel down to Bay St. Louis, where Bay Books is, and the owner, Jeremy Burke, is on the line with us. Good morning to you, Jeremy. Thanks for being on today. Uh, Thanks for having me. So how long has Bay Books been open in Bay St. Louis? It was started in 2006, and I purchased it in, myself and my wife purchased it in 2011. So did you just have a passion for books? Uh, What made you want to get into the bookstore business? Well, well, we're big proponents of education, and you know, just like many other Mississippians, we don't we necessarily don't like being the last in everything. We know we had a lot of great writers, so you know, we just figured every community needed a bookstore. And when the opportunity came up, my wife was just um, happened to be in the bookstore one day, and the owner, the previous owner of the bookstore, just said, "You know, we're having to." Um, my husband took a job. Um, somewhere else and actually in other countries she said so we're gonna ha- I'm going to have to sell the bookstore so jokingly you want to buy it so my wife went home one day and said Jeremy we're going to go buy a bookstore so I said alright well that's fine <laughs> so Jeremy so guess, um, go ahead say, you know after previous basically Louis obviously was a place that devastated by Katrina and previously we had a great independent bookstore prior to Katrina when Katrina hit it you know not only closed down the bookstore, but Stoughton was essentially um, lost too. So you know, there was a there was a void for it. So you know when roads weren't here and everything else in Bay St. Louis, uh, previous owner, you know, 
that would be a good plan before we even had everything in place to have a bookstore. Yeah. Now, Jeremy, I'm curious to know about the process of stocking books in bookstores. Uh, how do you decide what books you want to get in? Um, you know, when people request, how easy is it to get a book in the store? Uh, is there such thing as having too many books or too few books in a place? How do you go about stocking books well, on your shelves? Well, I'm saying, I guess, since based on this community of about 10,000, Hancock County itself is a community of 40,000, but you know, it's, a, it's a smaller one, and we go and select books of, we try to, we can't be great at everything just because, you know, we're a small 1,500-square-foot bookstore. So we try to get a very strong local and regional section of the bookstore. We always, and then what's important to my wife and I is we always have a good selection for children, children mm-hmm. of books. You know, we don't want, you know, granted, we go try to get the, you know, cat in the hats and stuff, but we also want kid books that, you know, aren't exactly the most mainstream ever, you know, one that you're not going to go just pick up at, you know, even in an airport. We want the ones that, you know, that are about Mardi Gras or about the Gulf Coast or about crawfish, you know, mm-hmm. just a little bit different. And then we also, we always just like one thing that independent bookstores do, do that does that most, you know, big, bigger box ones can is. We, just like every other one, we support the local writing community. You know, we have a good relationship with the Mississippi Gulf Coast Writers Association. Well, you know, whenever their writers publish books, we try to stock them. Yeah. Well, well, that's great. And, and I know that Bay St. Louis more and more is becoming a place where um, visitors come and, and want to, uh, you know, um, vacation, spend some time, relax. Are you seeing, what, what kind of folks are you seeing walk through your doors these days? Well, Prior to Katrina, I want to say Hancock County had 10% of all the second homes in the entire state. And that market steadily coming back. You know, we have our residents from that come in for the weekend from New Orleans and um, just people rebuilding. So we have, being on Mystic Golf Coast, we have a very large influence from the New Orleans market. You know, we whenever we have local and regional books, it's just not Mississippi. We actually have a good section for New Orleans history and the, you know, the North Shore of Louisiana history, too, because... Those are our customers also. Yeah. So, Jeremy, talk to us about the kinds of events that you have there. Do you have book signings and social events? Yeah, we, we have um, we have at least two book signings a, a month. We have one second Saturday, always the second Saturday of the month, because it coincides with the second Saturday art walk, which if anybody's from um, South Mississippi, we have a every single second Saturday for the last over 20 years. For our community, we basically it's open house almost. I like to say is where stores normally close down at five. Everybody on an old town based in Louis stays open until seven, eight, nine o'clock at night, and just more people come. You know, we have theme nights sometimes, and then we also have book signings once a month in conjunction with the Hancock County Library System. You know, we'll go bring an author in to do more of a midday presentation on a Tuesday, and have an author signing. Um, afterwards like last month we had um greg isles for that one nice excellent well jeremy we we really appreciate you being on today would you like to give a website or a number uh, for people to keep up with uh, what you have going on at bay books yes well you can always like us on facebook which is bay books and then our website is mybaybooks.com and if you ever want to get a hold of us it's area code 228-463-2688 all right thank you jeremy for being on did you did you have something else? 
Okay. Guess not. Thank you, Jeremy. We appreciate you being on. All right. Have you ever seen that book? I mean, the, the bookstore, I know you are on the coast sometimes. Often. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've not spent uh, enough time in Bay Books, but I certainly know where it is. And it's um, right there in the heart of, of Bay St. Louis. So I uh, really appreciate Jeremy coming on and telling us a little bit about what they have going on there. That second Saturday is certainly something to keep yeah. um, on the calendar. I thought about moving to the coast specifically because of the beach. It is so relaxing. Every time I go down there, I'm thinking I'm ready to pack my bags and just move to the coast. I can see you doing that, you know, getting rid of your car, just getting a like a cruiser bicycle and just yeah. going everywhere or with that a little, little basket. Um, what do they call it? Not hover around. Hover around was in my brain, but that's not what it's called. It's called the hoverboard. I could I get one of those. <laughs> yeah, hover around, hoverboard, completely different. Uh, all right. 877-MPB-RING is the number if you want to join the conversation and tell us about independent bookstores in Mississippi that you like to frequent. Or if you want to mention your favorite Mississippi book, favorite Mississippi author, we'd love to hear from you. We're close to the end of the show, but we're going to take a quick break. 877-672-7464 is the number to join the conversation or email next stop at MPB online.org. This is Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sharita Brent in studio with Mary Margaret Miller of Visit Mississippi. And this morning we're talking about independent bookstores in Mississippi. Independent Bookstore Day is tomorrow. Do you have some things coming up in, in Jackson this weekend, Mary Margaret? Well, yeah, I would actually like to get over to Offbeat tomorrow um, because that's uh, my local spot for buying records. Uh, mm-hmm. that, you know, they specialize in graphic novels and comic books, but they also have a great little record selection there as well. So, uh, but for the most part, Trita, I am um, going to be in town this weekend planning some time with family and with friends. I'll be on the Gulf Coast uh, for part of next week for the National Park Service is having a National Heritage Areas meeting. So mm. we're bringing together the, th- the three heritage areas from the round around the state to talk about collaboration. So looking forward to that. Nice. And I will be in Jackson as well. I have a, an event called Jokes and Jams where we combine music and comedy. And so it's going to be a next level experience inside the Metro Center Mall. So that's tonight. At oh, that's nine. great. I'm hosting and a comedian friend of mine, uh, Shervy Carter, is coming in from New Orleans. All right. We think we have Philip back on the line. Philip, can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. All right, so tell us about your comic book store. We only have a, a couple minutes here, but uh, how did you come up with the idea to mix in comic books with a record store? Are these just both passions of yours? Uh, yeah, I actually learned how to read from comic books. My mom read comics and my grandfather read comics. And um, I learned how to read, you know, through reading my mom's X-Men comics. And being the strong black woman she is, she... I'll ask her, like, what's a Wolverine? She's like, you need to look it up. And that's how I learned pretty much what a Wolverine and a Nightcrawler was and, you know, definitions of Colossus and stuff like that. And I just got enough, you know, kind of really engaged with, you know, not only the artwork but the stories involved in it, too. That's cool. That's really cool. So so have you found that there is a huge comic book fan base here in Jackson? It's a growing fan base, especially with all the movies and shows on TV and stuff right now. And so it's it's uh, it's picking up um, with Tanasi Coates 
writing Black Panther. That's a really big seller. And um, Congressman uh, John Williams writing March. Um, those are really big, important uh, books that we sell out of offbeat. Well, and, and in Offbeat, you've got a little bit of everything. So you've got some of the, the, the Japanese-style comics. You've got uh, sort of more independently published uh, graphic novels. But uh, coming up tomorrow, kind of in conjunction with Independent Bookstore Day, you've got a couple of things going on. But one is a, a workshop uh, that I think a lot of people will be interested in. It starts at 2. It's a gunplow workshop. So that's like these plastic models that, mm. um, yeah, Philip, you want to tell about that as we go out? Yeah, um, so Gunpla is basically like these little robot model kits, and you can put them together, they're all the pieces snapped together, and they range, they can be fairly easy to really time-consuming, um, but it's not like really hard like the old model kits where you have to glue all the pieces individually together and stuff like that, and it's, it's a pretty fun hobby for all ages. Excellent. Well, Venom, Venom, thank you for being on. We actually have run out of time. We appreciate you being on. Offbeat is in Jackson. Check it out. It's a really cool place. Southern Remedy for Women is up next right here on MPB Think Radio.